good afternoon and welcome to episode 64. Holy shit, 64, dude. Right. 64 Pillar Talk. I'm sitting here with Nino Chavez. He was a guest with Joshy Boy when he was on, but now we're going to focus on his shit. What's up, bro? How you doing? I'm doing really good, man, honestly. Things have been looking really good lately like in my life. A lot of things have been looking up, you know. I've been getting really? busy with the music stuff. Even since the last time we've seen you? Yeah, even since last time. Uh, when was last time? Like uh, November, December maybe? Two months, wasn't it? Yeah, it was something like that. Months. December. Yeah, so even since then. <clears throat> All right. Honestly, man, things are looking up. Like kind of on a steady incline, you know. So I'm hoping for like kind of the exponential growth here soon. Hopefully, you know, because it's yeah. been a steady linear growth. And so I'm hoping for that more exponential boost here sometime soon, what's you know. The, what's new? What's new? So... Lately, what's new is uh, I've been working on a lot of cool albums with my clients. So I do like uh, music production and engineering. Yep. That's like my main kind of source of income right now. And I do like freelance music production and engineering with like local clients here in Toledo, in Monroe, where I'm located and like the Detroit area, you know, so a lot of downriver in Detroit too. So I have clients kind of coming from all those areas. And so what I do is like a lot of my clients just come and record, but some of my clients I do the production for, like do their beats, you know, I help them kind of develop their melodies and like what kind of like where they should take their vocals and they kind of arrange the songs you know yep. so i do a lot of that with my clients and three different clients right now are working on albums and so i'm working on like their um or actually i have four of them that are working on eps too if you include the eps um so i'm doing the eps is a single right eps are like a short album so like three to five songs usually oh, okay so it's uh actually EP stand for it's actually stands for extended play back when they used to have records uh they used oh, to have the extra okay yeah, so you'd have like a single which is like one song or a b-side on the single too an extended play which is an ep and then a long play which is an lp that's where those okay. names come from okay and so an ep is like a shorter album it's like three to Five songs, depending, you know. I and usually so, like to call it, you know, episode. <laughs> you know, yeah, for us it is, but yeah, it's like a little mixtape, little more or less. Little yeah, it's like a short mixtape kind of flavor of what that artist does, you know. But you got three making albums. Yeah, so I have a few clients, yeah, that are making albums, and so it's been a lot of fun diving into like the production on them because the production on an album or even an EP it takes a long time, you know, because like one song can take up to like 20 hours sometimes depending on like what we're doing with the song and like how complex the production is or the vocals are you know so like i like to make my tracks and my beats with my client like when we're there you know i don't really make like i don't have much of a catalog of beats that i make and then i just like have for sale like i do some but for most of my the beats i make and the production um stuff i do is specifically tailor made to a client and like what they're oh, looking okay. for and like what their sound is, you know what I mean? So it's more like personal. It's more like form fitting versus just like this one size fits all type beat, you right. know, pick, so, a, pick a beat and fucking rap on it. dude. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I do have some of those and I have sold a handful of beats like that to clients and like online. When a beat's good, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Know? And it's got a vibe, but like when you can really kind of like start from scratch and dive in and like change things up in the bridge and like decide where the course is going to go and like the length of the verses and the style, the sounds you want to use, the tempo, the key, all that kind of stuff does is any, super important. Does anybody come to you with lyrics and yes. tells you to do something with it? Yeah. So I have a lot of clients that come to me with songs already completely written, but no, like no music for it at all. So they have melodies all figured out. They have lyrics figured out. They know what they want to do for the bridge. They know, what, like, they have the whole song in their head. They just 
don't have the music for it yet. Yeah, but and you, so okay. that's the really challenging ones because they already have this like predetermined idea of what the song is in their head. And so... Bullshit, I already know. <laughs> I know what Harry Potter looks like, okay? You can't tell me no different. <laughs> <laughs> that's... Oh, that, that's got to be hard. Going, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's a challenge though, man. It really is. So it's like, especially if they're like, well, I want it to be... It's hard for them to explain sometimes what they want. You know, that they're not saying like, well, I want this in the key of F and I want it to be a major key and I want the, to have trap drums under it, under it with 808s, but acoustic guitar, they, they don't know what to like say. They just kind of like are trying to get this idea. Yeah. Can you do of the own sound? Literally. I the sound literally. Right yeah. Literally. <laughs> I have clients come in and they're like, it goes like, a, um, and I'm like, okay. So I'm trying to like do that with the drums, you know? Yeah. And they're like, and the guitar goes, wee, wee, woo, woo. and I'm like, you know, they yeah. like want to sound like that. And I'm like, okay, let's try some sounds out. You know, and he's it's, like shredding it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like just shred. Uh, and some <laughs> people have asked for that kind of stuff. Like I just did a guitar solo and one of my client's songs that's like this really chill like kind of electric guitar like lo-fi type beat and he, i'm like well we want like an outro for the song he's like do a guitar solo and i'm like really he's like yeah so i just did a little guitar solo at the end there it was really cool but it's really cool to like come from different like everybody comes from different genres and different styles and different backgrounds and it's cool to make custom beats because they're not just these like kind of cookie cutter beats right you know and like that's fine a lot of those are really good you know a lot of these cookie cutter beats these rappers like like find online and buy from other producers or beat makers like a lot of times it works out really well but i just really like being able to dive in and kind of like break things down it's so, like legos in a way so you would be a producer that, that's yeah what? i'm i'm technically considered a producer oh, yeah i'm a sweet. producer and an engineer so, and and an artist. So you? Oh my God! So you? That's <laughs> I'm pretty sweet. sure there's a couple more ands on there, but so yeah, yeah, there is a couple more ands <laughs> in there, but I don't need to say all those. You make some good videos too. It's <laughs> thank you, man. Uh, yeah. Oh, you got Joshy Boy that does the videos. Music right? videos, yeah. He's made um, probably half the music videos I've done. Okay. Um, I have a few other friends that have shot videos for me too um, in my solo project and my other projects. Um, I've been doing my solo project for about a year now, my artist project, and I'm kind of keeping that low-key right now i'm not releasing music at the moment i have been writing um a lot lately and i'm hoping it's going to be an album here soon but that's not really it's kind of low-key right now you know what i mean yeah. so my artist stuff i haven't released anything since my last single which was never go home back in july thank you man i, I appreciate that, that. Yeah. yeah we spotlighted it we listened to it today <laughs> before you got here thank I was, you guys. i'm over here singing it no oh, i love that i love that <laughs> yeah so that's much. what it's the funny shit is is we, we spotlight it and stuff and we we like some of these songs you know? yeah we're, we're listening to them and every time we listen to them again i'm just singing along to it like dude this is like somebody i know yeah <laughs> it's a cool feeling it's definitely this. hit my morning playlist thank yeah. you man i appreciate that guys a lot it, 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 dude it's i like that so I like, like i have a, i've written probably uh another 20 25 i have like ready to go you know or like 90 percent of the way there that are a lot like that one you know they're like okay. kind of like they have guitar in it they're a little kind of alt rock but they still have like the trap drums and the hip-hop vibe yeah you know so that's kind of like i what like I'm, that yeah like and that's the kind of stuff i'm going for you know and some of the stuff i even have now has even heavier guitars you know some like pretty distorted guitars you know oh, so i'm really excited to be it's a really cool project because back when i was like in high school and stuff i played electric guitar like heavy you know what i mean i wanted to play like metal you i wanted to play back yeah it was you and your sister right? me and my yeah. sister we had a few different drummers we had a different, few different bass players but we always had a band and it was really cool because we, we did a lot of touring and stuff like that. So I'm definitely, 
I love the band sound. I love the guitars, you know, and now I'm kind of bringing that into the whole like modern production and like hip hop kind of vibe. You know, most of my clients it are rappers. Sweet. Thank Th you. Does your, does your clients now that they know that you do that, they're like, Hey man, we can add some real music in the background. Of yeah. This shit. A lot of my clients ask for like acoustic guitar, electric guitar. Um, and almost all the beats I make, I put electric guitar in somewhere. You know, oh, whether really? it's a really subtle kind of like ambient type guitar thing or it's like the whole thing. It's the whole driving like instrument, you know, okay. it really depends. And um, a lot of my beats end up with acoustic guitar driving it or electric guitar driving it, you know, because it's just for me, it's just easy to come with come up with ideas on guitar. You know, like we sit down and boom in about two, three minutes, I have an idea on guitar, kind of what they're going for. I can kind of do that with a drum set. Yeah. So it's kind of the same idea. You know, you've practiced with this instrument so much. The melody, yeah. Yeah, that you like, you're comfortable with it. And like someone gives you an idea and you're like, oh, I can do that on this. Yeah. Super easy. And like, I play keys a little bit. I play very, very minimal drums, you know. But guitar has been my primary instrument. And so I'm really kind of bringing that into all, all my productions now. Oh, really? Yeah. And I used to stay away from it for a long time because I just didn't think it was in modern music as much, you know. And now it's making a really big comeback, and I'm glad I can play as well. Yeah, as I do. but it's yeah, but it's like it's cool. You got the little hot the hip hop beat in the background. Yeah, you can hear the fucking guitar, dude. It's pretty. It's, I like the real music. Yeah, you know, like if the you real can Go up on stage and the motherfucker's out there, and he has a sweet little guitar solo. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, there's a whole depth to it in that sense. It feels a little more like connected to the music. Yeah, you know, it's not just one dude up there. Rapping with his homies. Yeah. It's, it's a fucking actual, oh, these guys are out here fucking doing it. Yeah, it know? feels a little more, like, wholesome in a way, you know, when someone's, like, really up there playing instruments, and, like, they're just, it feels more connected in a way, you, you got, know? You got any shows lined up or anything? I don't have any shows lined up just because I'm not releasing music at the time, you know? So, oh, yeah. And, like, because COVID, too, you know? So, like, I just realized I haven't played a show in over a year. I think uh, one of the last shows I played as a solo artist was uh, at Frankie's down in Toledo or here in Toledo, and that was probably maybe February last year, you know, uh, January last year, right something like that. It happened, yeah. It's kind of sort of opening up again, I yeah. Guess. A little, I'm noticing that some places are opening back up here and yeah. there, but I haven't booked any shows just because I'm not promoting my own artist work right now. Are you busy working with other people's a albums? lot of stuff, is that you three, yeah, you got three albums coming, yeah, uh, and it's. So it's been a lot of that. And like, I do a lot of just recording too, you know, not all my clients are, my, are I'm doing production for, you know, a lot of them are just like already have their beats already and already have their songs and they just want to record. And so oh, I do a lot of that. I'm the so you got a too. recording studio, but you got the whole works. You can yeah. make, you can make it happen from scratch or, yeah. you know, if you got a fucking idea, then you can come in and fuck. Okay. Yeah. So it works both ways. A lot of people come in with beats already and just rap on them or sing on them, you know? And then a lot of people come in and be like, hey, I want to do this. It takes a lot more time to do it from scratch and like for me to do the production, but it usually comes out a lot cooler, yeah, in my comes, opinion. It comes out more personal. A lot more, more personal. Yeah. And it's a lot more, if you have a vision for what you want, we can usually get that done a lot more like accurately, you yeah. know? And like, I'm pretty good at like the beat side of things and the mixing side of things. So to have control over all the mixing versus just like having a beat from online that it's just like, it's already mixed, you know? And then I just put the vocals on top. A lot of times it gets to sound a lot better too. Yeah. You know, it hits a lot harder. It has a lot of more energy. go with the music a yeah. lot more. Yeah, they don't sound like they're sitting on top of the beat. Yeah. They sound like they belong in it. Yeah, you okay. Know? And there's it's, it's a lot more intric intricacies to it. 
you know, when I get to kind of control every aspect of it, you know, and I'm kind of a control freak. So maybe that's why, yeah. you know, <laughs> but like when I can control the kick and like the kick sound and the snares and what snares we're using and like where they sit and like I can filter like just the drums out and leave instruments in and whatever, you know, like I have a lot more control okay. over what we're doing in the mix, you know, or what's happening in the production. What made you want to produce music? What made you want to sing, want to anything? Yeah. What? So didn't you just hear him? <laughs> he's well, he's anal as shit about yeah, his, I'm his a control music. No, I said, yeah, but I said, what you what, what made you want to like? Yeah, the desire to do it. Yeah, the desire to become uh, artist. The, yeah, like, so the production kind of came from me being an artist, okay. but the artist idea came from like my family. So my mom and my uncles and like my grandparents are all like really musical people, you know? So they play instruments and they sing. And my mom used to uh, tour in a gospel group. She used to sing like um, the national anthem for the Red Wings here and there sometimes. And um, my uncles all used to sing with my mom and do like different like events and like church events and like all this kinds of stuff, you know? And so my mom's rule for us growing up was we had to be in choir or band. So we had to like be musically involved in school and we had to, just have music in our lives because it's a good outlet. It is. It really is. And our whole family is musical. And so like <laughs> it was kind of forced on bred, us. It's bred into you. Yeah. Like, I mean, seriously, though. we didn't have a choice, Yeah, you know? And like my mom would put us in like on stage and talent shows and at church and stuff like that when we were really young, you know, when we were like 10, 11, 12, we were on stage already at that point. Oh, so you, you broke out of that fucking shy stage. Oh man. But I had kid, that side stage kid. heavy. Yeah. I, I went through it as a teenager. Yeah. You know, my oh, shy okay. stage and my stage fright happened like younger than most people like that are trying to get into music in their twenties, yeah. you know, that are trying to like do hip hop or be a rapper or be a singer now. And they've never been on stage and they're 22, 23 years old. Yeah. And they're having that stage fright. Then no I had yeah. that when I was 12, That's but bro, was I fucking scared? I'll yeah. tell you that. I bet you're a lot more scared when <laughs> you you're know? young. And I think yeah. that's the thing that scares most people off. It's not yeah. even the fucking fact that, Oh, I can't do this. It's, yeah. it's the stage fright. Yeah, it's and being in say. front of people. That's yeah. the hard part. Yeah, it really <laughs> is, man. It's Me, you know mentally, anyways. We'll yeah, call yeah, it, the yeah. mental, the mental part of it, because that that really like you can be a good singer and get on stage and freak out and suck because you can't like compose yourself, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, and you can't even if you don't even if you sing well, you can't perform because you're freaking out. Yeah. You know, it's hard to perform sometimes if you're freaking out. And so yeah, I had that a lot. Yeah, literally when I like one of the first times I got on stage with guitar and started singing like with my sister in our uh, project, our brother sister duo, I was like 13 and it was it wasn't a church event. It wasn't like uh, an event my mom had us in like we weren't singing with someone else. So it was just like us. And I can vis like vividly remember I was on a bar stool like um, and I had my like right leg on like the little, little stool, bar, yeah, little bar part, you know, it was a wood stool and I was playing guitar and like, I was visibly like trembling because I was so nervous. Like I was shaking, like my oh. whole entire body was shaking and I was looking down to the ground and I played right and I sang all right, but it was just so nerve wracking. Yeah. It was just the most, like I vividly remember it you in my head people still. in the crowd nervous. Like, yeah, literally like on? this kid on drugs or something like, <laughs> cause it was, it was just that bad for me. You know, I he was got into so his mom's scared. medicine cabinet. Gets <laughs> <laughs> fucked up. Literally man. But you know, I wanted music more than I was afraid of being on stage. You know, okay. I, I wanted to do music more than I was afraid to like, afraid of the other stuff, you know? Cause like, I started playing guitar when I was 13 
And I got really good really fast because I was like super obsessed with it. Like, and I mean, I would go to school, come home, play eight hours straight, go to bed yeah. every day for like a year or two straight. Mom loved that shit. Oh, my mom loved it, bro. <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh, and she was like really musical too. So she always encouraged me to like, she always helped me oh, out. Oh, and getting... she would help you and sing, come sing while you were fucking playing tunes and shit. Yeah, we played a lot of stuff together, like as a family, you know? So when I started playing guitar, my mom's like, cool, we can do this event. We can do that event. We can do this. And you can play guitar because I don't have a piano there. My mom was a piano player, yeah. you know? And so like if they didn't have piano, she's like, bring your guitar. And like more times than I wanted to, she had me bring my my guitar and play stuff that I didn't even want to play, no. but I'm glad she did because I got the experience of being on stage and playing in front of people and playing stuff. I didn't even care to play, but I like, I was playing, I was performing, I was out. I was, you know, seeing how it goes. Adult, look at, look at what you can do. Yeah. You can produce a beat from somebody's thoughts. Yeah. And that's really, when you say it like that, it sounds really crazy. Yeah. It sounds good, <laughs> but that's what, that's what she did. She did yeah. that for you. She but helped. <laughs> maybe yep. when you were 12, you were like, dude, she's fucking on my Bro, ass. Bro, I, I, I feel like that's partly why it's important. If you look at anybody that's successful, it's because their parents pushed them yeah. To be successful. Yeah, they put the disciplines in. Yes. You know, and they like, you have to do this, whether you want to or not. Like, you, if you said you're going to do it, you're going to do it. If you're really about it, you got to fucking do it. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know? And my mom always encouraged, like, always helped me buy my guitars. And she always, like, we had a whole room in our house just for music stuff. And she let us have that room for that, you know? And we, we would be in there play for hours on oh, end. Oh, so you had a studio growing up, pretty much. A kind half studio. Yeah, room. it was yeah. just like, a, it was kind of a jank drum set, my guitars, and a keyboard. That's basically what it was. There was no recording equipment. It wasn't treated. Yeah. We didn't know any of that kind but of stuff at the time. you were in there making shit that could have been recorded. It was a room like this know? size, you know? Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, we would spend hours, me and my sister would spend hours on end in there. And my mom never told us to turn it down. She never told us to shut up. She just let us do our thing. You know, she let us explore and dive deep into our music. And she never like... Um, Until you put your sister's head through the snare. <laughs> and then... Bro, um, <laughs> then let me tell you what. <laughs> me and my sister did music together for like 10 years. And I'll tell you, bro, like as siblings, we had some really cool shit and we connected on a level like musically that like you don't get exactly unbelievable but also we're siblings and bro we fucking fought yep. it was crazy bro you Just really like, had to fucking take that note that far bitch? literally are you serious <laughs> literally bro like as siblings like we just bicker you know yep. what i mean like we were we were over an hour later right. always every time but Every other hour, we'd be like, bro, shut up. I can't stand yeah. you. Like, Did you just have stop to it. add the uh, yeah. on the end of that or what? <laughs> Literally. And so, like. Fighting the whole way to the stage. <laughs> do a fucking great show. Oh, man. Leave like, I still fucking hate you. <laughs> yeah. There was definitely shows that we were just not happy with each other yeah. at all. But we, we made it work. Left you know? different part, different sides <laughs> of the stage. Did like, I don't, I don't want to see you after this. Yeah. I don't either. Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> That's but there were a lot of good times too. I'm not, don't get me yeah. wrong. Like there was a lot of positives out of it too. And like, that's where we really kind of like, that's where I cut my teeth, like learning how to do production. You know, I started recording because we couldn't afford to pay anybody to record us. You know, we were just, we were teenagers. Yeah, we were 16, kids. 17. We didn't have jobs. We lived at home. We were just getting paid a few bucks for doing shows here and there. And we were spending mostly on instruments and like yeah. food, you know, yeah. cause we were just teenagers yeah. or like just barely 18. Who doesn't want gummy worms? Dude? Literally. Yeah. <laughs> So like I started, I spent 250 bucks and bought like the most, like this little package by Personas that came with some software, some headphones, uh, a mic and um, interface and 
I think that's it. That's what it came with. And that's where I started recording, you know? And it was really bad at first, man. It was like, it was really, really bad. But like, it was a lot of trial and error. Yeah. You know, we were recording in that one room that we had with all our music stuff in it. It wasn't treated. It wasn't a good room for recording. We didn't have that great of quality instruments. We had zero idea how to do it and how to pull it off. But eventually after a few years, like we had a few demos and after a few years, I kind of got kind of starting to get the hang of it. You know, that the mixes weren't terrible. They were pretty tolerable to listen to, you know, and we started releasing music like that. Just okay. me recording it. And that's where I really learned a lot of the ideas of like how to use a synth, how to like route the software, how to like route the instruments, how to yeah, mic things up. That little fucking $250 thing was a bad quality, but it taught you everything you yeah. needed to know. And now you're fucking. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We now made I'm going to to myself exactly. because I know how to do this shit. Yeah. But it took years, man. It's, I mean, don't get me wrong. I wasn't. I spent a lot of hours recording and like doing production stuff. But there was also a lot of time I didn't, you know, I would spend a month really into, into it. You know, I built another studio in that, in my house, like my, I took my old room and made it like an actual studio. I, I treated it. I like put new drywall up. I treated the, um, I like put carpet down on the floor, you know, it was a really nice little, it was the size of this again. It was a small studio, but it was just for my music stuff and just for recording. So right. it was a whole different animal than the other like music type room we had. And I slept on the couch for years because of it. You know what I mean? So like, might as well. Yeah, Fuck. no, because I was just like, well, you know, I'll have a studio, but sleep on the couch. I'm like, ah, that's a fine trade off for me. I sleep in the studio right now. There you go. I yeah. have a whole house and I sleep on the couch every night. <laughs> She's got a king size bed upstairs. Sleeps on oh, the couch. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I did. You know, and like, um, it just takes a long time though. It's not something that you can just start and like expect to be good in six months. You know, right. you can. Expect to be good in about six years. <laughs> yeah, you, know? you have to fucking do it. Like, yeah. uh, even this shit, dude. Like, like yeah. we were just telling you before, dude. We only started this five months ago. We still feel like we're a new, a new yeah. thing. Because yeah. every fucking day we see, we're like, dude, we could do this better, this better, yeah. this better. It's, and it's just getting the shit in line and then getting and the shit ready. Yeah. Yeah. And like, fuck, dude. And that's really what it, it's all about is just doing it. Putting the hours in. Yeah, you know, just no matter making what. more work for yourself. That's all you got to yeah. do to get better. Yeah, for, and you're going to suck for a long time. That's yeah. just what it is, yeah. you know. In any any field you're in, anything you're in, anything you're doing, there is going to be a learning curve, and you're going to suck for a while. Yep. But eventually you're good. You yep. put the hours in, eventually you get good. If you're trying, if you're overcoming the challenges, you know, what, then like. What was it? What, 10,000 hours? Yeah. Makes yeah. you 10,000 hours. Yeah, so you put way more than 10,000 hours in so far, I eh? think so, yeah. And you know what? I've been, I've been, I started recording 2012. So I'm almost at 10 years recording, you know, oh, I was almost shit. at 10 years recording and doing production and I still feel like I suck. I still feel like I'm just getting into it. I still feel like I'm barely just dipping my toes in, you know, but it's because music changes so much too that like, it's never like, there's never a standard or set point that you have to get to. Music's always moving forward. So you're always chasing this, like not even trend, but just like, the production always gets better. The quality always gets better. There's always new tools. There's always new sounds. There's always yep. new styles. And so it's never ending to like catch up to these things, you know? And the better you get at it, the more you can pick up these these vibes like faster, you know? Like, oh, they're doing that with the 808. I see this new sound, this new style. They're doing that. Or like listen to mixed stuff. Oh, they have the vocals really dry. And like there's a lot of reverb on the ad libs or something like yep. that. You know, it's a new style thing stylistically. And like I can hear that better now. But it's always still like you're always chasing this quality of production or like these style, the stylistic ideas, you know? And 
I still feel like I'm barely, just barely getting getting my feet wet, you know? Yeah, right when you start figuring something out, it's something different. Exactly. God, fuck, Yeah, dude. but it's always exciting, too, because of that, because there's always something new to learn. I feel like if with production that, like, I just got good at it and that was it, then, like... I'd get bored, you know? I kind of got bored of guitar for that reason, you know? Oh, yeah. I got really good at guitar, and, like, there's only so much you can do on guitar. And I'm not saying I can do everything on guitar, but I can do everything I want to do on guitar. Yeah. You know? And so I just, I wanted to start doing other stuff. And that's really how I got into production, too, because I wanted to, like, play with different sounds, play with different styles, and guitar wasn't cutting it for me, you yeah. know? Dude. And see, when I, when I was younger, I was learning guitar, too, and me and my buddy, we started at the same time. And yeah. If I'm not 100% in, I'm not in at all, yeah. period. That's how I am. So at first, I'm 100% in. Within that first year, I could probably play 50, 60 different songs. Yeah. I can play maybe fucking 30 seconds of one song at this moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm done. Now Now my buddy, he's pretty damn good. He can play anything you, you can ask him to, and, yeah. I'm, and I'm over here playing. Good job, man. <laughs> I was just bored. You yeah. know, it just hit me one day. I was like, I'm over it. Yeah. And that's how it gets sometimes with things, you know. But luckily for me, production hasn't happened. That hasn't happened yet. But with guitar, that happened to me for a while. Like, I wasn't playing guitar hardly. Like, I was a music director at a church for seven years. And so every Sunday and Thursday, I play guitar at church. Right. You know, so I really never stopped playing. But I didn't play in my free time. I didn't play on my own. I didn't play in my free time. I just played when I had to play. You know, I used it as a tool versus, like, something to get excited about. And I was, at that point, at that seven years, I was doing the old adage with my sister. And I was really diving into, like, the production side of things. You know? And so, basically, that all leads up to now. Like, I do a lot of guitar in my productions. I do production and engineering full-time. You know, that's my full-time gig. That's what I do, like, my freelance work all the time. And I'm an artist now, too. And you ever, you ever give time for yourself? Yeah, I, I like to... Three albums, that sounds like a lot. It is a lot, you know. A couple it's, EPs, you said, too. Yeah, so, yeah. well, the, yeah, it's, it's a, it is a lot. It really <laughs> is. You know, like, right now... So, so no, you don't give time to yourself. <laughs> well, I mean, I still try to... I'm still writing a lot. I'm still trying to, you know, and I really have to, like, um, put that time aside. You know, I have to say, like, hey, I'm going to write today. I need to put this time. I have some free time today, and I need to put a few hours up. Four hours and, on this, yep. and then I'll fucking get to this. And then I'll get to the stuff I need to with my clients or whatever. Um, because they have deadlines, you know, they have release dates, and I have, at the moment, no deadlines or release dates, but I still need to be, I need to still have a lot of material. I need to yep. have a catalog together, you yep. know? And there's a lot of stuff from my older stuff that I want to kind of bring back and redo. And, you know, because in the last six months, I went full-time six months ago, or July last year. Okay. When I re finished releasing Never Go Home, I kind of went full-time into my production and made that my full-time job. And um, I started working on some artist development stuff with a consultant I'm working with for my artist stuff. You know, So my artist stuff is kind of like a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff we're working on right now. And the production stuff has become more the like kind of what I'm promoting, what I'm doing publicly. Right. You know, And in that six months, I've gotten so much better. You know what I mean? I've been doing... I've gotten better in this six months than I probably have in the last six years doing production. Oh, so you, know? you just focus real hard on Super doing hard. That. That's okay. because you've been able to put everything you have into yep. it. Same with us. Yeah. We wouldn't be, you know, like he said, we're no, we feel like we're nowhere, okay? Yeah. But we wouldn't be here 
if it weren't for us, if we had jobs, we would not be yeah. this far into it. Yeah, anyway. and it's hard to with a job. It really is, you know? And luckily, I'm able to do mine full time. You know, yep. I make enough that I can pay my bills and do it. And some months are better than others, and that's just how it is. That's yep. the part of that's part that's of the way the cookie crumbles, dude. Exactly. And so that's just how it is. And I like the thrill of it, you know? Sometimes I'm like, ooh, man, I don't know if I'm enough to pay the bills this month. Yep. Ooh, baby, you know? Like, but oh, I'm not having internet anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just it's part of it's part of the struggle. You know, you have to learn to love the process, and lo- love the struggle. Because one day when it's not a struggle no more, you're gonna be like, dude, you remember those times I was fucking eating ramen? Yeah, <laughs> you know, eating ramen out of the coffee pot. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. Dude, it's cool though, especially to see the the growth of it where you're coming from. You're like, wow, I, I'm actually doing something I love and I can pay my bills. Yeah, sometimes, but. You know, <laughs> yeah, for the most part, you know, right? <laughs> no, but it it really is cool to be able to do that, you know. And when I was younger, I wanted to do it. I wanted to be by twenty one. I wanted to have a record. I wanted to have a record deal. I wanted to be touring. I wanted to be doing all that stuff. Everybody you know? has weird dreams and their kids. Yeah, no, I see. I don't think it's a weird dream. You know, I still want to do those things. I still want to get a record deal. I still want to tour, and I still want to like you're late, chart bro. And stuff. I am late. <laughs> I'm one hundred percent late. Yeah. You know. But also, I'm way better now than I was then. Yep. I'm way yep. more prepared now than I ever have been in my life. You know, I think I, at every point in my life, in my music career, I felt like I was able to do it. But then I look back and I and I look at myself and who I was and where I was and my abilities and my skill set, and I'm like, no, I wasn't ready. And I, I feel that way now, too. I feel like I'm so ready to do it now, you know? And I'm sure in a year or two, I'll look back and be like, no, no, no. Like, no, I'm I so wasn't much ready, now. but today I'm ready. Yeah. Get me back on the podcast. Yeah, literally. Because I'm but, so ready today. <laughs> but I'm glad I have the want. I'm glad I feel ready. I'm glad I'm ready to take well, it Well, regardless, on. you're still another step above yeah. what you were last time in Two years from now, you're still you're gonna be another step. If you're still on the same plateau, it's gonna be boring. Yeah. Well, and exactly. here's here's the difference: is now you're that you're doing this for a living. Okay, yeah. you're actually making a career. It's just not you're not dabbling anymore. Yeah. Like yeah, you did this before, but now you're a hundred percent in the water. Yeah. They're, they're See, it's funny though, because to me, I still feel like I'm dabbling because I'm not like working with labels or major artists, you know. But you're right; you're totally right. I'm That's you. Like you're you, you are. You're basically that right. label. You said what? You're basic. That's you. That's what you are. Yeah, what? I'm a lot of the production and like kind of organizing the music side of things for a lot of my artists, you know, that I work with. Um, I help some of my artists write. I help some of my artists produce. I, I do their tracks, you know. I help them arrange and compose the songs. And, like, I help them go for certain styles, you know. So I really feel like, I really feel connected to these artists. A lot of them have become my really good friends, you know, because we work so closely. Damn near label, bro. That's- yeah, but see, I don't do, I don't do this in other people's projects because a lot of them are projects that I would never. You would never do. I would never do. Exactly. And you're listening to the music raw right now. You, you watched it get made now yeah. you get to, yeah, you and it's, it's, it's on the radio. I get to like, work on so much more music than I could ever on my own. You know what I'm saying? Because like I can never work on that much music for myself and not get bored or get stuck or, you know, when I have 40 different artists coming in and like they're coming different in. Different genres, different, a whole bunch Exactly. Of different styles, different genres, different voices. And everybody has a, a slight different approach to it. It's, I've learned a lot as an artist watching all my artists. You know, what, what genres have you done so far? Um, I do mostly rappers, you know, so from like the Detroit style rap to like really melodic style rap to even like country style rap, you know, and then like everything in between. So almost any kind of rap, like even old school stuff, you know, right. like throwback stuff, like 90s kind of hip hop. 
Um, so I've worked with a lot of different rappers. Um, I work with a pop singer down here in Toledo uh, named TJ Sloan. He's become one of my really good friends. And his album actually comes out um, March 5th, I want to say. I got to check this date, actually, I, I think real quick. <laughs> I know for a fact I have actually stumbled into his Twitch the other yeah. day. Oh, TJ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because we were live uh, promoting his song, Lovely. He just dropped that one. Uh, March 19th is the release of the album. And that's an album we did complete from scratch. He oh, came. Really? He came to me with um, ideas of songs he had written, and he had the absolute minimum like music on some songs and about the other half of the songs, maybe the three quarters of the song, he had absolutely nothing. He would just like, he said to me, I want it to go like this. And like one of the songs goes dun 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 dun, and we literally vocally just did that and made that the part because like we didn't know how else we wanted to like approach that, you know. Yeah. And so he came to me with so many ideas like that, and it was just let's put it together, you know. And each song we probably put twenty hours into, you know. And it's I think it's a ten song album, so that's two hundred hours. That's yep. a long fucking time. Yep. That's a lot of time. And we started this album probably a year ago. And he's done a few other releases in between, you know, but I'm really glad we took our time on this album because I'm a lot better than I, now than I was a year ago, you know, and one of the songs, his last release, uh, Lovely, the last single, honestly, best song on the album. Absolutely fantastic. The best song that's come out of him and I, and one, I think one of the best songs that's ever come out of my studio, if I'm oh, being really? 100% honest. Oh, I gotta check that um, out and I know that's, that's. Everybody else, including my own music, you know, but I just really, really think that song has a lot of potential, you know, and I think it's, we, I don't know how we did it, but we, we, I think we pulled off something really cool with it. If I do say so myself, you know, um, but we started that song a year ago. We started that song, I think March or April of last year. And we approached it really differently than we ended up with how we approach it this time. And we got stuck on it. We had some chords down. We had, we were trying to get the melody down, like in what the, mu what the music was going to do. And we just got stuck and we got really frustrated. And usually I can kind of get through those barriers, you know, but we didn't get through it on that initial attempt for the song. And so we had nine more songs to work on the album. So we just moved on. We're like, well, we'll just come back to it, you know? And we came back to it, I think January or it might've been December just recently, you know? And, Ew. It just clicked. It just clicked, bro. It just something happened. You we, said something that when you're working on something, fiddle synchronicity. With it, it yeah, synchronicity. It wasn't supposed to be finished then. It wasn't at all. Yeah. And you know, we approach songs a lot differently now than we. Well, I do approach songs a lot differently now, especially with songwriters than I used to. What I'll do is like grab my acoustic guitar and I'll play the, through the chords and tempo, and we'll try different keys, we'll try different tempos, and we'll see what they're comfortable with and what sounds best. You know. So before we even start laying anything down on a track we have the feel for the song we have the song like we have the idea of the song versus like just getting down on a track and they say okay well i wanted to do this and i just start getting the drum beat down and picking a key from random you know and then so like there we have to adjust after we lay things down already you know what i mean and it's like it feels less organic that way mm -hmm. so what i have been doing with my clients lately is like i'll play guitar and we'll do like a live version of it and so we'll record that live version of it. and So you can get a basic, yeah. what, what, okay. And the energy's there, you know? So that if the energy's there when we're playing it live in a room, then that's going to translate to a track, Okay. you know? Yep. So versus, like, vice versa, that doesn't always work, you know? If you just put stuff down on a track, it doesn't necessarily translate when you play it live, you know? So that's kind of how I've been approaching a lot of my singers, especially. 
And we did that with Lovely the second time around. And it just, it clicked. It worked really, really well. And I don't know. It's one of my favorites that I've been working on lately. And, but there's a lot of cool stuff. That's one of the songs that we released that I'm really, really proud of. And there's a lot more coming like that that I'm really, really proud of. Can we listen to it? We can actually. Uh, yeah. Here? It's on Spotify. Um, if you look up TJ Sloan, lovely. It just dropped uh, last weekend or two weekends ago. Really? Because yeah. I would like to Bro, listen to it. I am so proud of this track. Yeah, I am so sweet. like, and we put hours into it, man. We put 20, 25 hours in, you know? And shit, you, you took a three month break or a well, five month break, you know? You're yeah. Like, Dude, you know what? Fuck this track. Yeah. Let's come back. It was literally that too. We were both just like, oh, we can't figure this out. And then we went. Because you knew it was going to be great, but you couldn't get it to that level. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a lot of the songs on this album. We started up, we started the ideas out and we're like, how do we get it here when it's just here right now? Right. You know, and like, I mean, that's any production we do, you know, I'm like, okay, that's a cool idea. Now, how do we take this idea and develop it and turn it into something that has a lot of commercial vi viability? You know what I mean? How can we make this something people really, really want to hear and want to listen to and like can sell, could you know? You, could you, uh, being a producer, could you like get a job at a fucking label? Like they could. Yeah. Um, I know some producers work with different labels, you know, and some engineers work at studios and stuff. But I think a lot of times producers just work on their own, you know, as freelance, okay. you know. Yeah. Um, and if I'm being 100%, I'm not completely sure, no. you know. I'm really not completely sure. But like an artist, they're kind of their own boss in a way, you know. Um, and they make their, their manager and them kind of make their schedule and decide what they do and don't do. Right. With an artist, a label decides a lot of kind of, they have a clearance, you know, of like what they do allow and don't allow and like when things are being released and your music is really owned by the label and all that. But with a producer, it's not as much because usually an artist is buying the tracks off you or buying your time, right. you know? So it's not the okay. same thing as being an artist. Um, I think you have more freedoms as a producer, you know? Okay. But also you're at the creative expense of the artist you know, what they want too. So it really can work a lot of different ways. Some producers don't even make the beats. Some producers just like, let's take this instrument and take it out here. It's more arranged and, and composition type stuff and where the vocal melody will go, you know, like a vocal production uh, right. person, you know? And so there can be six producers on an album or on a song, really. If someone make, makes the beat, someone else finishes the beat, someone else helps with the vocals, you know, and okay. they're not writing parts. They're just helping take the song and get it where it needs to go running it you know through pretty much a assembly line in a way yeah. yeah and like not they're not even always in the same room at the same time you know but if someone helps develop the vocal melody and where the vocals are going and how the singer is going to sing this stuff in a way they're a producer on the track you know okay i understand okay I get so that. a producer a lot up. of time is thought like to be a beat maker but they're not always and a lot of times a beat maker isn't the producer oh really yeah so it's really interesting it's how that works. You got that pulled up? Yep. Okay. I sure do. I want to hear it. I really do. I feel like I've been talking a lot. <laughs> no, you're you're perfect. Here's the next song on the Billboard Top 100. Literally, I hope so. <laughs> okay, so I'm pretty sure it'll go through this way, but it's on Spotify. You look so beautiful in that dress, but I want to see it all. You're my star girl, you're my actress For you I'm anything you want 
You know we usually cruising at 10 So now let's kick it to 11 Cause you're so funny, you're so sexy Now I wanna make you feel lovely So can we get things back To how they used to be Baby, there's no That was a very, very, very good production, bro. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Shout out that. to both of you motherfuckers. Thank that was you. great. I like that's that. the most recent one that's come out of the studio. You know, and I'm honestly super, super proud of that song. It's cool. I like the fucking little EDM vibe. Yeah. I like the fucking way you I wanna make you feel lovely. Yeah. I love that shit, dude. <laughs> I'm I'm saying I'm gonna make you feel lovely to everybody I see. Hell yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and it's crazy that he just came with me with an, with an idea, just the vocals, you know, where he's like, let's make this oh, something cool. Oh, he just had it written down? Just had vocals. Yeah, that's it. Ooh. And he sang it to me, and I'm like, let's figure it out. Let's do something with it, you know? And then he's like, he I want- serenaded you? Yeah, he did, yeah. That's what he did. He serenaded <laughs> you. That's why he got that fucking That's beat how up. he got that good. Yeah, yeah he dude, wooed I'll me. I'll be making a beat to this. <laughs> Come serenade me, bro. Right? I'll, I'll start beatboxing and shit. <laughs> We can do something with this dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cool. And we just, uh, we had a lot of different elements in that song, you know, from like the acoustic guitar and the verses yep. to like the hip hop type drums to the EDM drop to the vocal samples to like the vocoder. A lot of different elements like that. Four songs in that one it, song. It really was, you know, it was like, and it was really <sighs> almost hard to tie all these elements together. But eventually, like. That's why you got. Uh, stuck on it, eh? It's tiny. Well, before that, even we didn't even know where to take it. That's the thing. He didn't know what kind of sound we wanted, even though we wanted it to be this kind of like bedroom love song, even though, but we wanted it to feel heavy. We wanted it to feel like intense, yeah, even though it was killer. still this the beat plus the, the it, it, it's great. It's nice to put together. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really proud of that. And I got a few more people with really cool pieces like this, you know, that like we're doing some really cool shit, you know, and. I'm really. The if you don't know his name, is, Nino Chavez. That's who we're talking to, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. If you need some fucking studio time, bro, hit him up. Yeah, honestly, he'll make you sound like fucking TJ Sloan. Who, yeah, <laughs> TJ, TJ Sloan, Sloan on that song. Yeah, you don't. You, you want to sound like that? Believe me, dude. I got wet. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. I'm you know slightly wet, maybe a little bit sweaty. You yeah. know. That's cool. I like that. I like the way that it, it's it's made. It ugh, it's made. I like the way that yeah. you talked about having to fucking set it down and then because if you would have produced that six months ago, it wouldn't have sounded like yeah. that. It wouldn't have sounded. Like it that. wouldn't have been that at all. You, yeah. and, no, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and it's crazy because like now at this point, I'm like I almost want to go back and redo a bunch of stuff I did before, especially my own stuff that isn't out yet. I'm like, well, the ideas were there, but I want to like kind of re. Re dig it back up and try to re make well, it better, you know? Sitting on, sitting on the music and not releasing it gives you a chance to go back. It does, but it's also really frustrating because, like, when I heard it at the time, I heard it in a different way than I'm hearing it now, you know? And so, like, Ooh. my vision for it then is different from my, from my vision for it now, and sometimes I just butcher them. And it just wasn't what it's supposed to be ever, you know? And sometimes I have a lot of songs that I'm just like, that's never coming out. It's just there. It's just... Is an idea, well, but and sometimes that original is better, like you said, it's better than anything yeah. that you still could do. Because I even have one of my favorite bands, like independent bands, I Am Abomination. Okay, they the stuff they did when I was growing up listening to them, it was raw and it was, it yeah. was the sound was raw, but now they've remastered those things and it's more technical. Yeah, and I was like, I love this, but yeah, I love the vocals. How raw he was originally. It yeah. was like, so I. There's it's something a, to say little, about the time yeah. an artist does something. Right. You yep. know, the, 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 the music that comes out in, the, in a certain time frame, there's something to say about that. And that's why a lot of people like different albums sound a lot different, you know? Yep. Because like what inspired them, what they were going through, how they felt, like where they wrote, a lot of those things have big factors in how a song comes out and like what emotions you're trying to elicit in a song. You know, even the stuff I've been working on the last six months, I was really, really inspired by Black Bear's latest album on my stuff from last summer up until about November, December. And it's very like pop, but it's still got like hip hop style drums ish, but it's like driven. It's almost like alt rock type pop, like driven stuff, you know, 
But now I'm really kind of like inspired by a lot of hip hop, you know, and like Black Bear has some like element of hip hop to him. But now it's more like, um, I'm trying to think like artist wise, you know, um, just a little more raw hip hop, you know, a lot of the. I like, I like a lot of the auto-tune rappers, you know, and so more like that, but I'm a singer. So it's just kind of taking those elements and moving it right. to a little darker, you know? And so I'm trying to like kind of keep things in the same ballpark still because I have a feeling they're going to end up on the same album, you know? But I also feel a lot different six months later than I did when I was writing a lot of the stuff I wrote, you know? Like the stuff I'm doing now doesn't sound like Never Go Home, but it has a lot of the same elements still, you know? Never Go Home was like a, more like a party anthem, in my opinion, yeah. you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. And... I have one song I just worked on as a collab with some of my clients and it's more like a party anthem. We just did it like last week or two weeks ago. It was kind of just more for fun, you know, but my personal stuff, it's more like more heartbreak songs, you know, I'm, more, I'm writing about girls every song or I'm writing about like my emotions, you know, versus she just fucking like, left me <laughs> I'm not crybaby songs as much, but like, <laughs> fuck this dirty bitch. Yeah. yeah more like that. She exactly. Yeah. My cousin <laughs> more like fuck bitches get money kind of yeah. songs, you know, like, You're right. But, um, this is yeah. my hardcore voice. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just really different. Like the content I'm writing about, you know, and it's in this part of my life. It's how I felt, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been like, I'm not a relationship kind of guy. Hashtag alone, you know, like, yeah. and so I'm just kind of out here floating around doing whatever, you know, hanging out with whatever and whoever, and just doing my own thing, trying to figure find my own path. So. Getting your feet wet. Yeah. You know. Exactly. And so I've been writing a lot about that kind of stuff, you know, kind of like a home for this little guy. yet. <laughs> <laughs> so a, a lot of heartbreak stuff, a lot of come up stuff, you know, a lot of yep. talking about the come up. I, I got to say, though, but that not not being a relationship type person is the reason why you are where you're at. Yep. I think you so. don't have that that whatever you want to call it that, that, that puts a lot you of, have to put uh, time and em energy. And yeah, it's yeah. a lot of work to have really a girlfriend, is. to have a relationship, yeah. to have a healthy relationship. Yes, a good relationship. Yeah. A real it could relationship. Be a piece of shit, bro. Oh, yeah, no, and I have like, been in the past, bro. Fuck you, bro. I'm going to play my video game. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Why are you calling that. me? I'm in the middle of something. I'm yeah. in the middle I'm, of something, I'm girl. I'm doing something here. <laughs> fuck. Oh, man. But that, once again, going back to now you're 100%, this, you're focused on one, your your passion. Yeah. And you made a fucking a banger, dude. <laughs> Yes. Thank you. Yeah. You're gonna do that with a girlfriend? No. No, exactly. You can bang her, but you're not gonna <laughs> make, make a banger. Especially especially being on your side of things, because mm -hmm. your side of things, you know, all respect to the to the lyricists and stuff like that, but actually like making the beats and putting together the songs and making sure they That's sound cool. that that is way more work. It's a lot of work. It really is, yeah. The cool thing about TJ, actually, I actually uh, just recently said this to him, that I feel like he's a co-producer of mine because he doesn't do, like, the hands-on production stuff, but he has a lot of the ideas, you know? He... I can't really slip any ideas past him without him like okaying it or not. You, you know, bounce off of somebody. You can't. Oh, one hundred percent. And I think some of the best productions come out because of that. Yep. Because he's critical of my production, and it's like, no, bro, we're not doing something like that. We're going more this way. And yep. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, let's do that. Like, like my best friend Robert. He every time we get done with the show, he's yeah. like, um, I'm gonna call you and tell you everything you should have done better. Yeah, and, and that's good. Well, yeah. fuck, we I, need I that. Told, critique. I told him right now. He was on here earlier. I said, okay. 
at the other day, I was like, come on, every show, make sure we sound good. Yeah. Tell yeah. me if I we don't sound yeah. good. If somebody yeah. needs to be turned up, tell me. Yeah, we so need that criticism to yep. grow. And that's and what he does. He just calls. He's not saying, like, hey, your podcast sucks. He's saying, no, he's hey, not talking shit. This is what I think you could do better. Exactly. And this is what, and then I'll either say, like, okay, that's. Well, this is why we don't bit. do it that way. Yeah. And, and then, you know, because some things, they're right. But yeah. we just don't do it that way yet. Yeah. You know, there's. I've got a blueprint over here, okay? And we're following a blueprint. Yeah. And that's part fucking. That's on level three when we're on level one. Yeah. You know? No, exactly. And a lot of times, like. Especially when it comes to that kind of thing, is the opinion. You know what I mean? And it's one person's opinion, and doesn't mean it's wrong, and doesn't mean it's right either. But you know, it, and it, it could be right, but I still don't have to use it. Exactly. But, and it's yes. something to think about. It's yeah. something to ponder. To consider. And that's what you're like. Okay. Yeah. And then maybe you research a little bit into it, and you yeah. find a way that you can do it. Like yeah. that, you can make it happen. So, yeah. I mean, every. An outside fucking view on it is very it's good. Crucial. It's important. Yeah. And Super that's important. that's cool about the production stuff too, is that like especially with TJ, him and I, we've become really good friends. That like I'll do something, he's like, nah, bro. Like, nah. <laughs> just just nah. Do that. Like it's that's not gonna work. You know what I mean? You produce that fuck fuck shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cool because like I can come up with an idea, he's like, Oh no, I should go more like this, and I'll do it like that, and I'm like, bro, no. Like, and yeah. we'll go back and forth and like we'll sit on it and like we'll we're not, neither of us is so prideful that we can't be wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I've been wrong a lot. He's been wrong a lot, but that's what makes it good. Yep. Yeah. You know, we're both wrong a lot and the song ends up right because it wasn't just my ideas and weren't just his yep. ideas. It's a con, it's a combination. A combination you got to build, you, you know, he, he builds a little bit, you build a little bit and then yep. you guys fucking straighten it up. Yeah. And a lot of things is like when you're in engineer mode, when you're in production mode, like trying to get things to sound good, a lot of times the ideas aren't coming out because you're focused on quality. You're focused on production. You're focused mm -hmm. on just like sonically how it sounds. And he's like, I keep bumping this. Um, he, he's the, he'll, he'll be like, well, let's do something like this with it. Let's make it more exciting here. Let's like, let's take the ideas here. And like, that needs to hit harder. Like, what can we do to do yeah. this? You know? And I'm like, good idea. Well, good when idea. you're listening right, to your own shit, you're like, okay, okay. You can't hear that critical. A shit. lot of times it's hard to, yep. you know? And that's why like I move slower with my stuff than I do with other people's stuff. Because I need to sit on it longer, you know, I need, I need, I listen to outside opinions of a few people. I really trust their judgment. You know, they're not just going to tell me, yeah, bro, it's good. You know, they're mm. going to be critical. They're going to be like, the chorus felt kind of weak. You know, I like yeah. the beat a lot. Your vocals, not in the right spot there. You know, maybe Change try something. it up, add a bitch. You, yeah. You got it. Dude. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and so. Throw some money at a girl shaking her ass. <laughs> Throw the F then, word in there. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And so, I mean, it's really important to have that outside opinion, you know, but it's also important to. Know what you want, you know, because if you're just always, if you listen to everybody, you're never going to know what yeah. makes you happy or know what you love. You're and never going to produce your own the original, exactly. you know, you got to take it in and then you got to produce it the way and, you yeah. And that's important with everything in life. Yeah. Y you shouldn't be worrying about what everybody else is thinking. Yeah. You, you can take some advice if you're asking, you know, if you come yeah. to me and say, hey, what about this? Okay, now I'll give you, yeah. I'll give you my honest opinion, mm -hmm. but... I'm not going to throw it in your face, you yeah, know. Exactly. Don't throw it in people's faces. One of the faces. best quotes I ever heard on like on advice is only take advice from someone who's already where you want to be. You Basically. know, cuz everybody has an opinion. Everybody has everybody advice. Yep. But if they're not somebody if you're not trying you to follow saw. where they went. <laughs> yeah. 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 Somebody 100%. out there's like dude, you and that's why I say music. literally okay. cool. That's why I said <laughs> I got a blueprint, you know. That's why yeah. we have a blueprint over here. So we we don't stray 
We yeah. can we can do things over here right right now. We know where the ships are going, so we make yeah. we're now we're our job is to make them better. Yeah, make it look pretty. Im- improve cool. them from yeah. here on out. You know. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. That's I love that. It's so uh, you got to constantly grow, or else you're gonna be stuck. Yeah. If you're not moving forward, you're moving back. Water yourself, man. You, yes. You invest in yourself. Yeah. Whether it's time, money, like health, diet, all yeah. that kind of shit, like. It's investing yourself. Yeah. You take, know? Take some fucking control. Yeah. And let's go. 100%. Who gives a fuck what they think? Yeah. The, exactly. They're not you. They can't <laughs> see out of your eyes, bro. Mm-hmm. Your life sucks in your own way, you know? Yeah, and everybody's... Every, another quote I heard is, everybody has a shit sandwich. You just have to pick your favorite shit sandwich. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, if you think Mine's someone else... has got ranch on it. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think someone else's shit sandwich, just think you're good. You're supposed to. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're supposed to think you're doing the right things for yeah. yourself. You know, and so like I love that quote because it's true. Life's fucking hard. It's you a gotta struggle. Love yourself, dude. Exactly. You gotta, that's the first step. You and if be you're truthful not, to yourself too, exactly. And if you're not doing things you believe in, and if you're not doing things that you love, if you're not, if you don't have a purpose, if you don't have a why, you're gonna be you depressed and sad. Is what's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah. Yep. And then a lot of people, a lot of people just get sad and then just say, "Oh, it can't change." That's from personal experience. Yeah. I know that. You I know? think we've all had those. You mm-hmm. know, have, we've we've all struggled in that. We've all have, have those lows. You got you know? especially gotta, as creatives. You got to mm-hmm. bloom out of the mud. That, that's the beautiful shit. When you yeah. bloom out of the mud, yeah, make and out of your own mud in a way. Yeah. That's it. You know, that's the it's key. really your own. It's your own self that's holding you back always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always you yourself. Gotta hold yourself accountable. Yeah. Oh, this is my fault. The reason why this ain't. Yeah. This is this fucking. This is this oh, dumbass I'm here. A fucking idiot. You know? Maybe I shouldn't have said those words. Maybe yeah. you know. Maybe I shouldn't. Have. I knew she was gonna ruin my goddamn life for a minute. <laughs> I knew she wasn't on birth control, bro. Oh, man. Oh, oh, God. God. Three kids. Fuck. Mm, yeah. She was so hot though. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't do a podcast because I got so many kids. <laughs> Should have just yeah. fucking wore a Trojan, like you said, Dad. <laughs> was teaching me for five years, <laughs> dude. Yeah, it's man. a uh, one of the most like? awkward moments in my childhood. Basically, sex ed with my stepmom. Oh, really? She had a hot dog and the condom. Like this oh, wow. is how you do it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> me and my buddy, and we're both looking at each other like. What in the fuck? Yeah, my dad was like, you got condoms? And I'm like, no. Went and bought me condoms the next day. You know what my dad did? What did your dad do? He said, fuck with a rubber. He never gave me a rubber. Oh, rip. That's all he said. Yeah. You're like, I don't even know what that is, Get a rubber. Where do I get them? Fucking go get them. The store, duh. Okay, dad, I'm I'm fucking slinging dick around here and getting somebody pregnant. (laughs) Never did. I'm just kidding. But yeah. He he, but he he didn't give a fuck. My yeah. dad didn't. Everybody else's dad's all cool and shit. Like, yeah. I didn't know how to roll that bitch on, dude. The chick fucking told me how to do it. Obviously, I have a hard time listening. Having yeah. three kids now, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, people have kids. Yeah. Maybe Adri had her a little bit young. You were twenty years old. She's thirteen this year. Yeah. He's got a That's fucking. He's got a whole adult. Yeah, for real, teenager. <laughs> she came in and sat and talked to us who was sitting on the couch. Yeah. And I was like, why are we talking about plans like our plans for the podcast with her, dude? Right. Well, she my, was, my, she, my plan eventually is to get her over here. Okay. So that now I'm involved over there more. Yeah. And we can, maybe me and T can have our own show to yeah. where I don't have to run things. Yeah, that's cool. And then. 
you know, she for, wants to for, for our cooking competition cool. moving forward after this next one. She's going to be following us, shadowing us, learning that side of the because we're the hosts of this cooking competition. That's cool. Kind of sort of a, a, like a, what is that? Apprentice. Okay. Yeah, like, so she'll just be shadowing us and learning, you know, the back, back behind the scenes sides of production. Yeah. So that's cool. That'll be cool. She for likes her. doing yeah. it. She makes her little TikTok videos and they, she makes good production value TikTok videos. That's serious. That's awesome. She made a TikTok video for us and got banned. Her, her account got banned because she showed our, our TikTok on YouTube. You said what? She showed our, our, our she showed our channel. YouTube on TikTok. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, damn. That's crazy. And she's, she, she comes down like 20 minutes like, they banned me. Oh, my God. Balling her eyes out, bro. Oh she was. Gosh. She was crying. She's like, but brain jerk's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how you're going to tell them, dude. Right. I don't even know who makes TikToks. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I started a TikTok. I've been putting covers up on TikTok. Yeah, oh, that's really? how I see you're busy. Yeah. You're busy, busy all the time. Bro, the, for real though, being busy makes makes the day easier. It I does, think. man. It makes, dude. If you sat around in your head all day, you're That's gonna fucking hate so crazy. your life. Yeah, because inside your head, it sucks, dude. Yeah, it does, man. <laughs> all, like, all of us, though, you yeah. know. Just I feel it though. Days I have nothing to do, I'm like, I need to do something productive because, yeah. like, I'm in here too much. Yeah, I'm gonna sure. write something down. Yeah, literally do something. Yeah, yeah it's, it's either that or I get stuck into. Social media, you know, yeah. Facebook, and that's not even that's not how that's, that's just never as bad. fun because nobody's ever on there. Like, oh my god, I had the best day ever. They yeah. never say that. Yeah, fuck, fuck my boyfriend Terrence. Yeah, fucking, <laughs> fucking all these whores out in Monroe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it is, dude. <laughs> fucking bar these, rat up there at yeah. Verna's. Yeah. Or, or it's a picture of like five white dudes all dressed all ghetto and shit. They're like. These dudes are from Monroe for yeah. sure. <laughs> no, there's a lot of people in Monroe, dude. There's an old dude in Monroe. Yeah. I know that. They're <sighs> he's my grandpa. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? It's fucking it's I think social media is just taking yeah, a dive. It's a necessary evil. It was cool but at first. Yeah. But then like it's like Well, no, here's the thing. There's only negativity on it. Yeah, that's because that's the what you follow. If you deleted all that negativity, I barely see any negative on my shit. Yeah, yeah, I see some of it, but I'm seeing things that, like, the the stuff that we value as a company, as people. Yeah. There's other people podcasting yeah. almost like that. I follow a lot of artists on social media. And it's media. like, and now, you know, since the six months of being doing this, it's like I see people like you. I see people like Dev Rucker. I see yeah. people like Zay. I see people like Nate Thompson. Yeah. Everybody wants to work together. Mm-hmm. Joshy boy, everybody's like, let's work together. Let's yeah. all raise each other up. For let's real? help each other. That wasn't that wasn't how it used to be. No, that's a new thing. Yeah, yeah. that's for this generation. I, I, it's crazy to see how much talent there is in Monroe. Though Isn't it so crazy? much, bro. I make a full time living recording music, and more than half of my clients are from Monroe. Yeah, that's, and that's crazy. That blows my mind. When we started breaking into the thing, I was like, dude, there's not that many people out here that want to talk or anything. Yeah. Then we wrote our first list. And I go, dude, was like we're never going to run out. I said, we're going to yeah. have 15 people here on our first list, and then we're j it's never going to stop. Yeah. That's what we did. It was one list for like 15 people. We got a couple of them booked. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... It opened up because every person you talk to, they open up a door. They know people. To someone else. And they know people. Yeah. 
And then now we, dude, if, if as many people as we have, we had a show for every person we want. Yeah. We we have shows for the next two years. Yeah. Like, for that's real. good. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. Oh, just like probably for the six months of Monroe people that yeah. we know of. Yeah, alone. just Monroe, not yeah. not saying any other city. Yeah, that's crazy. We can go. <laughs> we you know, and we haven't even talked to the business owners yet. We haven't talked to the restaurant owners. Yet. Yeah. We haven't. There's a couple know, of restaurants we want to talk to yeah. in Monroe. Yeah. That's my thing. Let's get into that. Correct. Everything. Everything. I don't care what the fuck you're doing. If you got if you, something to Yeah, promote. the crystal shop. There's a new crystal shop in Monroe. Oh, I want really? to talk to that lady. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I want to come have her come here and fucking put some sage in this room or something. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Oh, uh, you got uh, anything to yeah, plug? Yeah, let's in? plug everything you got going on, your social medias, yeah. and then we'll ask you the final question. So, my socials right now uh, my artist Instagram is Noise by Nino. Uh, my production Instagram is Nino Chavez Production. Um, my Facebook. Um, you can just find my personal Facebook, Nino Chavez. I have an artist Facebook, but I'm really not too active on it. You know, okay. that's also Nino Chavez, so you can follow it if you want. But if you want to reach out to me on my personal Facebook, um, I'm on Snapchat. I probably shouldn't give people that. <laughs> um, you get a lot of unsolicited dick pics, bro. Probably, honestly. Uh, my TikTok is oh. always by Nino too. Happy birthday, by the Thank way. Thank you. It was birthday? Birthday? No, birthday not was today. Thursday. It was oh, Thursday. Oh, motherfucker. I was going to say, dude. <laughs> yeah, whole time. Fucking, I've been waiting. Yeah. I quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. We're not even yeah. asking you the last question. We're yeah, done. <laughs> like, I'm That's done, bro. <laughs> yeah, last Thursday was. I'm 27 now. Oh, sweet. Getting old, guys. I'm 27 too, bro. Right, Don't say you're old. No, I know. I don't feel old at all, actually. I felt older at 21. You're in your prime. Actually, go stay in a fucking nursing home for a little bit, and they'll tell you how. Bro, the church I used to work at. Everybody was like over 50. Yep. So I felt so young all the time. There. You haven't even done anything, dude. Get the fuck out there and file bankruptcy or right? something. Do something adult. Yeah. <laughs> Get a car repo or something, dude. Right? I'm sick of you talking. Uh, last question. You got any shows, shows or anything? I don't have any no? shows at the moment okay. right now because I'm not promoting my music. We asked him that. I was just making stuff. sure. Just Wake making up. sure. Wake okay, up, last brother. question of the day is, uh, okay, so you got one last thing to say the whole world. What would it be? What is it? Um, live up to your potential. That's Ooh. what I would say. You know, do everything you can to be every what you're meant to be and everything you can be. Yeah. You know, whether that be in music, whether that be in podcasting, whether that be just being a good parent. Mm -hmm. You know, live up to your potential. I think we all waste too much too much potential. You know, okay. by sitting around doing nothing and just fucking around. Yeah, I agree. Get out and grind that motherfucker, dude. Yeah. If, if you want to be the best fucking mom, make some mac and cheese. Right now. Well, and even on on to that point, you know, if you've got kids, grind to your potential because those kids will see you doing that. Yeah. And they will follow your oh, lead. Exactly. If they see you sitting on the couch or doing nothing all day, that's what they're gonna do too. Yeah. yeah. It is. And I think we all need to be we all need to inspire each other. Mm -hmm. And I think we will inspire each other by pushing ourselves. Yep. You know, and we're all gonna be happier people if we do that. I will say one thing. Don't about be scared to create Criticism. It gets us to come together yeah. a lot more. It, it, there's a lot of positives, but there's also a lot of negatives. There's a lot of negatives. Yeah. You know, California heard that song today. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. They liked it. Good. So <laughs> The whole state of California state of in California one man's voice. Man. <laughs> 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 All right. Hey, All right, it. that's it for episode 64. Thank you for coming in here, Thank bro. Thank you for having me, guys. Oh, it's a great episode. I'm excited to see what the future has and hold for me you, too. bro. I'm pretty sure you'll be back here. I'm sure I will. So uh, have a good day, everybody. I love every single one of you. Thanks for tuning in.